Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works, Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 51 on page 403. Have mercy upon me, O God, after thy great goodness. According to the multitude of thy mercies, do away mine offenses. Wash me thoroughly from my wickedness, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my faults, and my sin is ever before me. Against thee only have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified in thy saying, and clear when thou shalt judge. Behold, I was shapen in wickedness, and in sin hath my mother conceived me. But, lo, thou requirest truth in the inward parts, and shalt make me to understand wisdom secretly. Thou shalt purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Thou shalt wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Thou shalt make me hear of joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Turn thy face from my sins, and put out all my misdeeds. Make me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. O give me the comfort of thy help again, and establish me with thy free spirit. Then shall I teach thy ways unto the wicked, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God. Thou that art the God of my health, and my tongue shall sing of thy righteousness. Thou shalt open my lips, O Lord, and my mouth shall show thy praise. For thou desirest no sacrifice, else would I give it thee. But thou delightest not in burnt offerings. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit. A broken and contrite heart, O God, shalt thou not despise. O be favorable and gracious unto Sion. Build thou the walls of Jerusalem. Then shalt thou be pleased with the sacrifice of righteousness, with the burnt offerings and oblations. Then shall they offer young bullocks upon thine altar. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 16th verse of the 15th chapter of Proverbs. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord, than great treasure with trouble. Better is a dinner with herbs where love is, than a fatted calf with hatred. A wrathful man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger allays contention. The way of the lazy man is like a hedge of thorns, but the way of the upright is a highway. A wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish man despises his mother. Folly is joy to him who is destitute of discernment, but a man of understanding walks uprightly. Without counsel plans go awry, but in the multitude of counselors they are established. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. He who is greedy for gain troubles his own house, but he who hates bribes will live. The heart of the righteous studies how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours forth evil. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 17th verse of the third chapter of Philippians. Brethren, join in following my example, and note those who so walk, as you have us for a pattern. For many walk, of whom I told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is their shame, who set their mind on earthly things, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly await for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Therefore, my beloved and longed-for brethren, my joy and my crown, so stand fast in the Lord beloved. I implore Iodia and I implore Synthachi to be of the same mind in the Lord, and I urge you also, true companion, help these women who labored with me in the gospel with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers, whose names are in the book of life. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, 
to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, then in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, mercifully look upon our infirmities and all our dangers and necessities stretch forth thy right hand to help and defend us through jesus christ our lord amen o god who art the author of peace and lover of concord the knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life whose service is perfect freedom defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies that we surely trusting in thy defense may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance might be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. This uh, <clears throat> section today, uh, it's interesting. It, it, it contrasts, the section of Philippians um, contrasts 
those whose whose god is their belly and his end is destruction that is sort of appetite seeking leading as the end of life leading to destruction versus um those who belong to the heavenly country citizens of heaven and we, sh we should note that the, the the use of the word citizenship there that philippi uh to which philippians is written was a, a roman colony which means that that it was a place where they housed retired Roman military, and therefore it had a very patriotic feel about about the city. It would an air would have been in the air where you know proud Philippian uh, retired soldiers, and we we housed these um, members of the Roman legion. And so when he says our citizenship is in heaven, there's likely a very clear allusion to that native patriotism and saying to, to the Christians, our citizenship, we should feel as proud of our connection to another country. And, and the contrast then between the earthly country <clears throat> rooted in appetite and ending in destruction, the heavenly country rooted in connection to God. And then it gives the, um, okay, one, one of the, or a central New Testament um, description of resurrection, that we're waiting for the Lord Jesus Christ to come uh, he will transform uh, our bodies, change them in the resurrection, our lowly, mortal, dying bodies to be conformed with his glorious Easter resurrection body. Uh, and this is according to the power by which he's able to subdue all things to himself. That is to say, um, the, the power of resurrection, as Jesus shows in the Gospels, where he speaks the word and the thing happens. And, the, and the, the kind of illustration of resurrection, there's three resurrection stories in the gospel, Lazarus, uh, Jairus' daughter, and the um, son of the widow of Nain. In each case, he, he uttered a command, young man, I say, arise, Lazarus, come forth, and then life was restored to the dead. So the subduing of all things to himself is when the Lord appears and he utters the creative command, the Father speaks again as in the beginning, and then the Spirit will will follow the command given, and 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 the dead in Christ will rise by the power that He's able to subdue all things to Himself. <clears throat> so he, so He points out this 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 transformative uh, end event which we look for. We say we look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. What I hadn't really noticed before so much about this passage is its immediate connection to this practical matter of Yodi and Syntyche is that um, we should note that in these chapter divisions are not, you know, St. Paul's chapter divisions. He did end chapter three and start chapter four. They were later imposed on the text to make uh, studying the text easier. But what happens, the talk of resurrection just goes right into the therefore and the other things. Um, therefore, my beloved brethren, uh, be steadfast. Um, so the point is the resurrection hope is always supposed to have a practical application because we know this is our telos <clears throat> that we're headed to. Therefore, we can stand fast now. This is what we're aiming at, as opposed to the earthly citizens who are only focused on appetites. And it goes right into this pr very practical thing. Therefore, these two women uh, you know, got to work on getting along because our end is, our goal is to be raised and live with Christ forever. And the behavior, therefore, in very practical individual ways has to be oriented towards manifesting that power of God right now. And he uses some of the same words that have been 
repeated several times, be of the same mind. Uh, back back when he said, let this mind be in you, which is in Christ Jesus, be be of the same mind. And he urges others to help them get along. It, apparently, there's a couple of women who are feuding in the church here and who can't, let, let's, let's work this out. And when we talk about being of the same mind, it, it, it can give the wrong impression that we can't ever have a disagreement or we can't um, have anything be at odds with each other. I think the thing to look at in, in, a, in a sense of prayerfulness in the church is not that we won't have different opinions about what we maybe ought to do with a certain thing or different opinions that, that are significant and substantial. The thing we look for is when we're each bringing our own agenda and, and rather than a concern for the larger good of the body. So when there's a, in the community a prayerfulness, a genuine desire to know what Christ wants us to do, that will issue sometimes in different opinions, but people who are, who are in humility doing this can have a conversation, can disagree, and maybe can just stay in that place so we don't know yet, so let's not do anything. Let's just continue on in that tension without um, getting so anxious I have to act like I don't disagree or without running off and, and uh you know, saying, well, you, you know, you're just impossible. I'm not going to talk with you anymore. So the, the dynamics of being of the same mind working together doesn't really preclude tension or conflict ever. It more leads to a way to deal with that, that it's prayerful. It, it considers the other. It does not afraid to express an opinion, but it, it always makes sure that opinion um, doesn't allow one to become separate from the body and keep it in the middle of the body, much like there's a, the body of Christ is one body of many members. What each of us brings to the body is important, um, but it's not more important than the unity of the body. So that's the tension between asserting our gifts and opinions and also thinking of the whole. Not always easy, sometimes messy, but is the dynamic we have to have to work have to work in. So. Practically, when we think about the resurrection hope, we should think about, you know, and then it's therefore, you know, be of one mind, like in specifically, what areas of relational tension in my life do I have to practice to manifest this unifying behavior? Because, because I know my goal of life is not to be right, not to win the argument, but, but to promote the unity of the body as we move towards the resurrection hope at the end of time. So a few thoughts on Philippians today. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit in the bond of peace and righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen.
Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the